0: Hello and welcome aboard the Intergalactic Express—a wild ride through time and space.
1: It's supposed to be a wild. I thought world, it was a it? romp.
0: Yeah, it is a romp. Oh, would oh. not want that now? <laughs> So today we are talking about nothing in particular, (laughs) well actually three things in particular. We're doing a short-ish special episode because life is busy and we have things that we need to do that don't give us time for podcasting as much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at you because you're the one moving. Yeah, well. But also I'm going to Wellington next week so I can't talk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So today we're each talking about one thing that we love with all our heart and explaining why the hell we love this weird stupid thing that
1: maybe other people hate. I hate Saf.
2: Oh. Yes, let's do an episode about our feelings about Seth. That sounds like quality podcasting. No, I don't an want excellent this.
1: Excellent idea, Candy, <laughs> <don't> Let's go. <laughs> I don't
2: want this.
0: I'm editing this. I just edited it all out. <laughs> this is a failed plan from the start. You edited all out.
2: You're not going to have an episode.
1: It was this one time. Hour. No, <laughs> I don't know which one time you're going for, but no, I don't even. Know. I was just talking out my ass. Sorry, I should just keep it ma- strictly mouth. Yeah, strictly that. so the mic can hear you. Yeah, yeah.
0: Shit. Are we
2: going to do the what's hot first or not?
1: Isn't this just a giant what's hot? Yeah, you're yeah. right. It's
0: just a giant what's hot.
2: I'm, I'm at the exact same stage in Fire Emblem Awakening that I was last time we podcasted because I keep losing. That's hot.
0: So speaking of things that make us happy, or maybe not happy, I guess I'll go first since these two are both losers. Oh. And also I'm the host, I guess. That's a better reason. That's, an, that's a good reason. Yeah, let's go with that one. Um, yeah, so don't my,
1: bully your friends. Saf. You
0: were going to roast me in this episode.
1: Still, mate. Still, might.
0: So this episode's point is to kind of introduce us as people to our listeners. If you don't know us online, um, you probably don't know Candy that well online because your public account is relatively new. <laughs> Unlike me, who talks online all the time.
2: Well, that's a very charitable way of, just, of, of justifying my lack of anyone knowing who I am.
0: <laughs> what better way to know about people than to learn about the thing that they hold dearest but also know is terrible? Because, really, that says a lot about lots of people, like how I love Twilight. But I don't tend to say that unless I'm drunk. I'm not drunk right now, for the record. I'm just using that as an example. You could be. I could be, but I'm not. So I'm going to be talking about Halo, which is a game where you shoot your friends because they're the worst.
1: Why would I need to roast you when you just did it yourself?
0: Yeah, that's fair. Hey, Halo's <laughs> a good game. Keep going. Um, It has a main character with a very hot voice. His best friend also has a hot voice and it has a cute blue AI lady.
1: Remember what I said just like 10 seconds ago? No. No. Well,
2: I genuinely don't. I, <laughs> I genuinely don't, don't either. either.
0: <laughs> Look, most people agree with me that, what's his name? Keith <laughs> David has an amazing voice.
1: Oh, it's a good voice. Yeah, it is a good voice.
2: Okay, hot voices, Saf. What else? What are the other reasons to play Halo? One of the big
0: things I think that originally drew me to Halo after I hated it and my friend forced me to like it was that I really like the like raised from childhood super soldier thing. <laughs> the hero who didn't have a choice. Like, you know, the Jedi, the Spartans and the Halo. Just that kind of general idea of things. I just I don't know why. I just like kids being kidnapped and forced into heroism for some reason. It's a trope I really enjoy. The Hunger Games. The Hunger Games, exactly. Yeah, it's a thing. It sounds it's a like thing. a good trope. And I also really like the morally ambiguous evil genius. Morally ambiguous evil, Um, lady, old lady scientist character, which Halo also has. And I also really love the humanity of artificial intelligence Mm -hmm. and cool AI ladies. And Halo also has that. And I do wonder how much Halo has contributed in me loving all three of those things. But I think I did love them before Halo. I've said Halo so many times. Just take a drink every time I say it. The original three games are, I think, when I was younger, I kind of hated them because I had the impression that they were just, you know, like Call of Duty or whatever. Just shoot them up, bad games that didn't have any story. But then my friend who really loved Halo forced me to play it and taught me how to play the game because he was like, no, Saf, you'll love this. It's got cool aliens and sci-fi shit. And So I did play it and I realized that the story is amazing. The games are just very bad at communicating the story. <clears throat> they don't want to throw a hundred cutscenes in your face because they're not story games, they're shooters. So Most of the story is told over like the radio you hear as you're running along and like inferring stuff from <laughs> the way things are happening. So I've played those games so many times. And I honestly cannot tell you the coherent story of the first trilogy, except for the fact that I've read the books that are around that that time, which is not the best way to tell a story, but the story is amazing. (laughs) This is an example of a game with a great story and not great narrative design. Another thing I love about Halo, which I only really realized recently, but it's Halo is actually a surprisingly diverse universe and franchise like there's a lot of women a lot of a lot of women in high-ranking roles and just important roles through the games i mean you have cortana in the first trilogy who's the ai who is amazing she's one of the best characters in existence but you also have um miranda keys who is like the military leader in the second and third game and she is awesome she's so cool she just kicks ass um she does die everyone dies in halo but she is amazing regardless
2: with that one sentence you are suddenly Deeply appealed to me, and now I do care about Halo.
0: Sarah Palmer is also awesome. She's voiced by she's in the fourth game, and she's voiced by the same person as. Why am I saying same? She's voiced by Jennifer Hale, who's amazing. Um, And she's also a Spartan like Chief, so she's just like really big, really tall, has a really cool voice, and she's just super sassy. And I love her so much. So yeah, Halo has a lot of great ladies in it, which is for a very boy targeted game series is really cool. It's not one of those games that's ever outwardly gone, like, look at all the ladies we have. But it does have them. Like the new game, Halo 5, has gender parity across the main cast. Out of the eight main characters, there's four ladies.
1: Gender parity? Gender parity? Disparity? No parity. Gen- what do you mean gender parity? I mean
0: gender parity. What's the opposite of disparity? sounds
1: like it's making fun of gender.
0: No, it's a parity legitimate a word. Oh, parity. Yeah, parity.
1: Parity. Yeah. parity.
0: So, yeah, that's why I love Halo. It's got cool ladies it's really fun to shoot things in it. You shoot aliens, so you're not just killing other people. As much as my dad likes to tell me it's the CIA training up agents to kill people, I'm like, Dad, there's no people. You don't shoot (laughs) You don't shoot people in these games, you just shoot aliens. It's fine. It's totally fine. And it's fun. So just go along with it. Go along with the shooty ride with the cool ladies. It's just very cool. The aliens are very alien. I just like alien shit. Halo's good. I'm gonna make both of you play it with me one day and it's gonna be great. (laughs) Hate I honestly, so right. I
2: had no interest in Halo, and then you said the bit about how everyone dies, and I was like... Oh yes, this, this this appeals to me. And then you kept talking, and then I lost attention again. But that one sentence. There's the game Halo Reach, which is like a prequel to the series. <gasps> prequels mean everyone dies, right? Right. It is. Yes. It's literally what it is.
0: And the final mission in it, the final thing you ever do, it's your character fighting against like an endless an endless flood until you eventually of succumb to
2: the to the yeah. Oh my god, it's Crisis Core. Yeah, it's literally like Crisis
0: Core. You That's get like um, shatter things in your helmet. It's amazing. It's like.
2: That oh, is so good. So my jam. Okay, you've sold yeah. me.
0: I'm going to make you play Halo Rings with me one day. It's going to happen. <laughs> so, Kenty, what is your favorite thing?
2: I am going to do the Blackwell series of adventure games. Oh, I've been mean
0: to play those. Maybe I you can get me to play these.
2: <laughs> no, I, look, I was sitting here like, I think I'm going to do Ever 17, but I haven't really thought about Ever 17 in six years. I just know that I love it. And then I was like, hang on, Blackwell done although for the record you should play ever 17 it's excellent a lot of the reason i like ever 17 is because it took me a year to download so i have weird <laughs> you to have
0: it. to like it
1: yeah
2: this is basically all i was going to say about ever 17 is that it was two gigabytes it was only downloadable you couldn't get it physically my family was on dial-up oh, so Jesus. i downloaded it what year was i this? downloaded it in 100 meg zipped files for a full year
0: that is determination
1: I absolutely would have given up after So, I love it
2: desperately, but I think a lot of why I love it desperately is because I was building up anticipation for it for a year. So, I'm not going to talk about it today. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Now that I've said my bit about it. No, I'm going to talk about the Blackwell (laughs) series of video games, which is five video games, point-and-click adventure games, about a girl and her ghost buddy who have to solve crimes by Wadget Eye Games.
1: Wait, by what game?
2: Wadget. uh, Wadget? Wadget? I don't know. I feel like it's Wadget. Did you say they're point and clicks? Point and clicks, yes.
0: Yes. You said that and my brain went, visual novels? And I was like, no, they're not visual novels. I know that. Visual
2: novels have the text on screen, although point and clicks yeah. do also. So, that you know, like like Phoenix Wright is technically both. So, it's Is debatable. Mass
0: Effect a visual novel? <laughs> I'm
2: kidding.
1: I love point and clicks.
2: Well, then you should play the Blackwell Adventure games. Sell them to us. <laughs> There's five of them. And... The thing about them is the first one came out in 2006, the last one came out in 2014, and the company that made it sort of went from nothing to actually like the king of adventure games. <laughs> Sorry anybody else who doesn't agree with that, but Wadged Eye Games is absolutely the king of Modern adventure games. And so, because it came out across those eight years, you can actually see the games and the design and the voice acting and everything about it slowly improving as each game comes out, which is one of my favourite things to watch progression in a series, especially because every game is set in the year that it comes out. So, the game that came out in 2006. Actually, I feel like they're set a little bit before because in the game set in 2006, I think she has a computer but you can barely use it for anything and you have to look up phone numbers very slowly and you don't really do much. But by the 2014 game, she's got a smartphone that does everything. So it's really cool watching the technology slowly progress. It's really cool. Yeah, I'm, I really love it. The first game is about Rosangela, who, Rosa, whose um, aunt has just died after being in a hospital in like a coma for... 20 years in a coma. Her aunt's just died. She. It turns out that her, uh, th- th- this ghost from the 1930s was bound to her aunt and is now bound to her. And their job is to put the dead to rest, basically. And the aunt is actually my favorite character. And it's a bit hard to explain without getting spoiler. But the whole point of Lauren, the aunt, is that she basically went crazy when Rosa was a kid. She just she would have these sort of psychotic breaks and mental breakdowns like I don't I don't know the right way to say this, but it wasn't it's not a bad look at mental health issues. It's a, it's a seriously good look at mental health issues. Does she do that because of the ghost
0: or just because she has That's a
2: long story. It takes a very long time okay. to work out why it happened to her.
0: Okay. So I have to play the game, yes, is what you're saying? <laughs> yes,
2: But so like Rose's last memory of her aunt is that she had to go and hide in a closet because her aunt was throwing stuff at her and the aunt ended up getting dragged away by the police and then went into a coma for 20 years. So she's got conflicting feelings about her aunts and then this ghost turns up and it turns out that her aunt probably knew about this ghost all along and the ghost is, he's lovely but he's also a bit of a tool in that sort of 30s white man sort of way.
0: <laughs> They're entitled I'm going to haunt you now kind of way?
2: Yeah. And the game isn't 100% as aware of some of the weird dynamics of that as he could be because he gets love interest at one point who's quite a bit younger and it's a bit weird. But it's fine. It's lovely. Anyway, no, the second game is about her aunt. And it turns out that we knew very little about her aunt in the first game. Second game, you play as the aunt in the 70s, and she's this cynical, miserable chain smoker, which is basically all I need to like a character. Give me a cynical chain smoker (laughs) and I'm sold. (laughs) Who actually works really, really hard to put all these ghosts to rest. And she's very clever and she's really lovely. And I really loved the aunt. So, as you all know, I love tragedy. Do you? I know, right? Shocking. (laughs) The first game where where Lauren is sort of dead and thank God she's dead, she was terrible, and then you play the first game and she's lovely and you don't know what goes wrong with her and it's really spooky and really miserable and you don't really find out the rest of the aunt's story until the end of the series. So I really, really love Lauren. I can't quite put words on why, but I think it's mostly just because she smokes and she's tragic.
0: (laughs) You really have some simple requirements there for love, don't you?
2: I, I know what I like. Hey, I mean,
0: same, I have the (laughs) evil lady scientist thing going Mm -hmm. on.
2: Mm -hmm. There's other things about these games that I love. I love the way that the art style shifts slightly between games. I originally played the first, the very early first version of the game, which actually has a completely different cast of voice actors. And then there's multiple versions of the second one. As they come out, they get more and more polished. This is the only games where I have replayed every single one of them with the commentary on and actually listened to every single bit of commentary because they talk about... They just talk about everything in the commentary. It's actually fantastic commentary. They talk about the 16-year-old who did all the background art in her parents' basement. They talk about the guy who does the background slowly getting better and better as this game goes on. They talk about the fact that in the first game, they didn't have professional voice actors, and so nobody uses a pop filter, and it's really distracting. (laughs) No. Oh, no. It's a fascinating look at game design, especially when you see how polished the fifth one is, and then you go back to the first one, which basically likes a student game. But also, the puzzles in it are really cleverly designed. I've played nearly every game that Wadjet Eye Games has released, and Nearly all of them. I've had to look up a. Uh, I've had to look up a walkthrough for the massive finale because the massive finales are always ridiculously complicated. Techno Babylon, I love you, but I would never have finished that game without a walkthrough. <laughs> but the Blackwell games, I don't think I looked up anything there. The puzzles are really clever. They fit together. The dialogue is lovely. It's just got all of those little bits and pieces that a video game has in it. When you know that that video game has just been loved by everybody who works on it, it's just one of those games that oozes love for it and i love that
0: you've sold me yeah i actually really want to play them (laughs) you have definitely (laughs) sold me on these (laughs) yay i've been meaning to for ages um but i kept forgetting (laughs) about them
2: they're really i mean they're actually they're 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 shorter than you would expect and they're the first one you could get through in probably two hours and like i said the thing that i really love about them is (laughs) is just how Terrible they were at so much in the first game. And the first game is still good, but when you play the others and you just see how much better they got at voice acting, some of the actors in the first one just are pretty terrible, but they get better. And it's really nice to watch just everything about these games progressively improving as they came out.
0: I love seeing that kind of stuff. Okay, now that we're sold on Blackwell, Alex, what do you have? What have you brought? Oh, I've got to tell it! Tell and tell because uh, i was gonna call it show and tell but oh, then i was like we're not sure it. anything it's tell and tell so alex what have you brought today to tell and tell
1: i have no idea uh, you just um, told me you had an idea shut <laughs> up
0: <laughs> you're lying to me
1: the drama seth
0: okay you have no idea
1: <laughs> what could
0: he be talking about
1: no god let's stop doing this i hate this uh, okay um you it was your idea i love drama until it involves me <laughs> i think i'm gonna talk about banks not You stuff. like banks? Yeah, like I've just, I'd sign up with ASB and I'm just like, yeah. I was thinking, yeah, exactly. I've set up so my was, savings um, account. Um,
0: term investments? Yeah. I keep saying investments. Yeah. I don't know any other word to do with banks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I write for banks, so uh, uh, yes, fixed term deposits. That was what I was
0: trying to say, fixed term deposits.
1: Um, early withdrawal fees. Superannuation. Loans. Self-managed superannuation funds.
0: I don't mm. think I could do this. <laughs> no, I'm running I'm out done. of bank words. <laughs> so banks, huh?
1: Yeah, no, okay. So I'm talking about banks, the uh, musician. Oh, that
0: that's banks.
1: what she is. Yeah,
0: yeah, she is a musician. Yeah, it's true. Thanks. So. She's a very okay. edgy musician.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't think she's that edgy.
0: Wait, am I thinking of the right one? The one that was licking the? Oh,
1: you yeah, know, she does lick a flame yeah. in the video, and that it's was a little, little edgy. bit cringy. But I feel like it's kind of the whole point of the video.
0: Yeah, that was a very edgy. Which song was that?
1: This isn't going to help my point about her not being edgy, <laughs> but it's called "Fuck with Myself." <laughs>
0: i genuinely did not remember the name of the song <laughs> it's a good song though edgy video but good song
1: yeah so i've been a fan of banks since i think since her second ep came out um london
0: oh yeah i remember when that came out i was listening to a song on that when a cockroach fell on my shoulder in the shower oh good yeah that's why i remember that I'm song in
1: particular which song was it
0: wait was it uh something about games
1: waiting game yeah was mm. it on the ep Yep, yep, yep. yeah
0: yeah yeah i was listening to that oh, one the right. cockroach follow on my shoulder so i remember that song very vividly it's a good song
1: don't uh tell me cockroaches have to be a wedding game <laughs> cockroaches can fuck off <laughs> <laughs>
0: they can go like flames and die that's my feeling on cockroaches today uh, let's do so. an episode
2: on what can go into flames and die
1: <laughs> and <laughs> cockroaches um
2: people with anime enemy <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ooh.
2: Ooh, that's too
0: too topical
1: So one of the things, like, obviously I just love the style of music that she does. I'm a big fan of, like, slow electronic music. But I'm also a big fan of um, her lyrics. Because I'm a poet, kind of. Let's pretend I didn't just say that. And that's not what I... Um, No, let's not call me that. Um,
2: (laughs) We've called you a pop before on the show,
0: haven't we? (laughs)
1: Uh, Tragically.
0: You don't want to be connected to that stereotype?
1: Uh, Not really. You're
0: wearing a sweater right
1: now. Yeah, well, I'm a writer, but I'm not like a starving writer. (laughs) Well. mm, 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 You want me
0: both, buddy. You want me both.
1: I'm about to start paying a lot more rent. I think... For her albums, for me, the way that they came out just always really coincided with certain points in my life, so that just lined up really well. It's a very personal thing for me. Like, fucking bedroom wall. Fucking... That song is very much about, like, uh obsessively crushing. And this was uh, sort of came out uh, around the time that I came out. Ha!
2: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> One thing that I just love about her is that she... I don't know if she still does, but she used to... On her social media have her personal f- maybe it wasn't her personal phone number. A phone number. I never called it, but she had a phone number listed um, that either went to her or to like, I don't know her team or something. I think the idea was that it went to her if you needed to talk about Aww. stuff
0: Oh yeah that's really that was lovely.
1: really, really sweet. And it's something that still shows through in her music and in interviews and things there's an interview for i want to say noisy but that could be super wrong um it's on youtube she talks about all the letters that she gets from people saying how much her music have helped them and how they hate themselves and things like that and she starts tearing up and getting like really really upset and it's just very very genuine in the way that she cares about people and the way that she puts emotion and thought into what she puts out into the world in the way that it affects both herself and the way that it affects others.
0: Yeah,
2: that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Mm. So, um, last year, yeah, 2016, she put out her second album, the altar, which is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> there are a couple of the songs, uh, on the album that seem that have that like edgy, yeah. kind of like, <laughs> Ooh, I'm hardcore and the best, but, um, i don't know it she it works really well yeah uh like
0: because it doesn't feel like entirely sincere (laughs) that she's trying to be that kind of person
1: yeah it's it feels a little like self-aware in a sense yeah fuck with myself is actually like a really cool song and that it's talking about uh there's like the dual meaning of it because the idea of the song came with like i don't fuck with anybody i fuck with myself i'm only in it for myself. But then you get the dual meaning of I'm constantly fucking with myself. I'm constantly screwing myself over. Right. <laughs> mm. Which I really liked. Um, it's not that in-depth, but it's... I think... I don't know. I don't think it's something that I've heard from anyone else. Maybe if 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 you're listening and you have any similar songs, send them to the... The tweeter. The tweeter.
0: T-I-G-E <laughs> podcast?
1: Uh, yeah. T-I-G-E podcast.
0: I'm like I should remember to like, write it
1: a lot. I'm running that most of the time.
0: Yeah, talk about music to that one because you'll get good responses
1: about music. Yeah. <laughs> and if you talk about video games, I will direct you to the other two. I play video games. Just you do play video games. I don't have that much spare time. Right. That sounds really me.
0: I have no spare time. My job <laughs> yeah, is also video none games. None of us
2: have spare time.
0: Yeah, the only games I've really played this year have been for research reasons. Yeah,
1: so. there's a song on the album called Mother Earth, which. She's written sort of to women in general, and I love the way that she's done that because it's very much a song about women for women. It's a very, very feminine song. And just the way that she manages to sort of work into her lyrics, kind of nothing and everything all at once. She talks about like the different safeties and protections that women have and that They need to embrace those and embrace themselves. And uh, there's a line, I know I'm Mother Earth, I see the weather. And it's like a really powerful line to me, at least, because it seems like it's that that connection between uh, femininity and uh, the all-powerful Mother Earth. And how seeing the weather doesn't necessarily, obviously everyone sees the weather, but it's like seeing more than meets the eye and seeing the emotions and everything around you and how things will play out. And I think that's like a really powerful thing because in my life I've definitely noticed that women generally have more intuition. I'm sorry if that's harsh.
0: It came recently for me, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's there now.
1: But um like
0: <laughs> It's because we're it's, I feel socialized like it's, to have that they're awareness. Socialized yeah. to have yeah. more
1: yeah. awareness because they just are expected to.
0: We're expected to perform the emotional labor for other yeah, people. Exactly. So we have to be aware of their emotional labor. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly, it's <laughs> yeah. like
1: So so self aware of that kind of thing
0: mm. a lot of women can be aware of other people's emotions but not so much their own because mm. it's bad to be emotional
1: yeah absolutely I and li- that brings us back to fuck with myself
0: yeah 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 exactly <laughs> i like that mother like earth thing seeing the weather thing because like in in that kind of idea is that mother earth is seeing her own weather oh and seeing how things happen yeah with you that's kind of cool i like that and idea it's
1: kind of like a divorce between because you like when we talk about mother earth mother earth controls the weather yeah but she says i see the weather which to me like divorces that idea of mother earth and control of the weather like she's aware that she's not necessarily in control yeah it's just like a really cool juxtaposition i dig that yeah the altar and sort of her first album goddess as well have a lot of like themes of (laughs) that sort of like post breakup like I'm going to get over this. I'm going to be better. And having been in an abusive relationship myself, it's something that I connect with a lot. And it's something that it does have that kind of cheese to it. She's got her song week ago, which I don't, it's one of my favorites, uh, where she goes like, I'm going to need a bad motherfucker like me. Like that's the main <laughs> rephrase. She goes. Yeah, it's just, it's so corny, but it's so s- sincere and simultaneously self-aware that it plays it off really well to be sort of like, I am going to need a bad motherfucker like me, but also it's not too serious in that. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's sort of hard to explain. Yeah.
0: I think, yeah, if you're listening to this episode and you haven't actually listened to Banks yet, you should go do that because I, even though I'm not super into slow electronic stuff, I really dig
2: Banks. Yeah, I, I feel like I should go listen to Banks. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, she's, she's really good. And if you listen to her, you'll understand what Alex is saying because it's, it's very true. Like, his stuff is kind of corny and cheesy sometimes and there is that edge of iron ironic itchiness but she does play it off very sincerely and you kind of get this idea of like a real person
1: you're
2: gonna look into that yeah
0: she's really good you should check her out candy and also listeners
2: i will i will i like that i
0: talked about just a shooter game about killing aliens and then you <laughs> talked about like this really deep feminine thing and i'm like oh uh, you can see the difference uh, between us two <laughs> opposites attract
1: just as one last thing on Banks, mm-hmm. the music video for Trainwreck is aesthetically one of the greatest things I have ever seen in my entire life. Which one is that one? Trainwreck is the song that she wrote when she was 15. Oh my God. And the lyrics absolutely make that very clear. Oh my God. They are very, like, mm-hmm. quite immature lyrics, <laughs> but they're sung with such conviction that it's so, like, satisfying. It really brings out that, like, vindictive side of yourself that's oh, I just love that like, side of me. ah. It's just... A, like a slew of insults in a song basically it's so good <laughs> but the music video is sort of shot like this i don't know what era or like what director it is but it reminds me of like older hollywood type films uh where you get that sort of absurdism type horror because it's basically her dancing with or being filmed with a bunch of um men wearing suits and then like this really disturbing mask they're all wearing the same mask and it's like one of those like rubber face masks to just look like a white bald man creepy and it's choreographed and stylized so well and it like cuts between the different like movie stereotypes it's just it's so good
2: i remember that one now yeah Yeah, this is a good
0: video (laughs) i
2: am going to go listen to it as soon as we're finished (laughs) good
0: perfect i think i'm done you talk about Banks to me a lot, but you've never really, like, had the chance to sit down and, like, enunciate it like that before, so that's really cool. Yeah,
1: okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes.
1: True. Usually when I talk about Banks, I'm just like, she's so good.
0: That is exactly how you <laughs> sound usually. No over exaggeration at all. So, I hope that your listeners have learned a little bit about us as people and the things that we enjoy. Apparently, I like shooting people, but Alex likes his new music, and Candy likes tragic dead people <laughs>
1: yes <laughs> <laughs> truly Katie, i hope you don't like the chainsmokers because they're the nickelback no. of edm <clears throat> there you go
0: yes i swear we're more nuanced than that but also we're not
1: <laughs> no. i hope we
0: have convinced you to check out the things that we enjoy if you haven't already maybe take a second look at things that you may have passed by hit us up on twitter with your deep loves that you enjoy no matter what we would love to hear about what your listeners love and learn a bit about you
2: unless it's disgusting then then don't please
0: oh uh, yeah there's some things we don't want to hear about but most of it probably fine i don't know alex deals with the
1: twitter so it's fine <laughs> send me all of your hate mail
0: so we'll be back in two weeks with another episode a proper episode we are gonna we'll be talking about concept albums some more music because we just really have a lot of feelings about some things and music is one of them
1: I feel like, in a way, we're sort of segued from games into music.
0: Yeah. So yeah. we'll be talking about music next week. If you <laughs> like music, uh, we'll probably tweet on the Twitter what albums we're going to be talking about, so you can listen to them before the episode. Because that's like a done that, out, yeah. with
1: the games that we talked about <laughs> we, previously. We should have. We're we going to really do that. Have. We're going to
0: start doing that now. We'll warn you before we talk about something yeah. so you can actually appear. <laughs> <look here. laughs> I didn't even think about that.
1: <laughs> Good oh club. my god! It can be like a book club.
0: Oh, it's a Except Like oh. really random arbitrary stuff.
1: Yeah, the arbitrary like a- club. <gasps> Why didn't we call the podcast that?
0: i oh, no. I'm, it's too late now. The Arbitrary Club is such a good name for a podcast. It is. Damn it. Oh, what a pity. So we are part of the Not Saf Work podcast network uh, that is directed by me, Saf, which probably makes sense. We are joined on this network by Wonessi, The Lasso Podcast, and Queerly There. They are all very good podcasts. There is a new Wonessi episode coming out. I say that. The, the new Wonessi episode has just come out before this episode. You can find our podcast at T-I-G-E podcast on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Wanderlustin, in You can find the network Twitter at NSFW Podcasts. <laughs> Alex, where can people find you online?
1: You can find me at Heroes Feast on Instagram or WordPress. And you can find me at Prince of Junes, that's Prince of J-U-N-E-S on Twitter.
0: Yes, and that is heroes as a plural.
1: Oh yeah, heroes feast. H good o r o e. Wait, no. H <laughs> <laughs> e wait. <but clears throat> I can spell. H e r o e s f e a s t.
0: Nice. Um, and also check out his blog because there's a cool May cocktail on there. That was not an intentional pun, but it happened.
1: And maybe. Five years from now, a Winston cocktail.
0: Yeah, it'll happen. I swear <laughs> to God, it'll happen one day. Kanti, <laughs> where can people find you online?
2: I tweet at Kanti Antics. That's C-A-N-T-I Antics. And at the moment, that is it.
0: Awesome. So you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, basically any podcast thing at the Intergalactic Express. You can find the network feed at notsaf For work Subscribe to us. Leave us a nice review. We will love you forever
1: i just want to say if you feel like talking to us on the twitter you should absolutely talk about to us if you have any like comments on episodes feedback we'll yeah feedback basically we'll, we're very uh, very
0: lonely suck up to us please yeah please we'll see you again in two weeks thanks for riding aboard the intergalactic express you mm-hmm. Welcome to oh, damn it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what it does do for me <laughs> um, is
1: do i want to know
0: no, no that way i didn't mean <laughs> right, no okay. i was gonna I was <laughs> talking, like, the...
1: conversation <laughs> over it's like a Wait, duck egg
0: on the back, minty
1: kind of green
0: is oh that's that nice hula- that's hilarious
1: hularious.
0: that's hilarious oh
1: hilarious that doesn't
0: work when you say it out loud
2: really
1: hilarious that's hilarious it, it's a first person game <laughs>
2: I mean you can like dancey boots